Anchor adds 35 different languages. The latest from our daily newsletter at podnews.net. Passamo l'anglais, no solo inglese, inte bora ingelska. Podcast host Anchor's creator interface is now available in 35 different languages. Of the top five podcast hosts, Omni Studio is in six languages, Spreaker available in four, Buzzsprout and Libsyn only offer English, though YouTube is in 82 different languages. It's unclear whether support is available in all of them. Podcasting is growing faster in non-English languages. Podcasting is the most engaging method to advertise using audio, according to Acast's Sound Smart report, released today in Australia. The first Irish Podcast Awards have opened for entries. Podcasters in the country have until Friday, May the 13th, to get their submissions in, lucky for some. The Parcast Union have reached a tentative deal with Spotify, according to a tweet last week. Podcast listeners are likely to be more curious and less neurotic, according to research from QUT. Is that good? We hope that's good. You'll tell us if it isn't right pod bible issue 20 was released the uk print magazine has interviews with romesh ranganathan and tom davies from wolf and owl and Griefcast's carriad lloyd a new podcast freelancer hub has been launched aiming to connect podcaster freelancers with clients looking for them Lauren Passel has launched a podcast swap database for podcasters interested in setting up a promo swap for their podcast. And Luminary is releasing a music album. It's from hip-hop duo Black Star. It's their first new album in 24 years. Libraries, they're not just books. Virginia Marshall is the curator for the Earbuds Podcast Collective this week, featuring five episodes of podcasts that focus on amazing things that libraries do. You should get the newsletter. It's free at earbuds.audio. In People News, Lydia Polgreen is to join the New York Times as an opinion columnist. She had been managing director for Spotify's Gimlet. And Aria Bracci is leaving her position as writer for Hot Pod, a podcast newsletter. She'll be focusing on calling for closure, her podcast. Hot Pod will announce a new lead writer, the fourth in seven months, a little later this week. It's a Monday, so time for some tech stuff, and Libsyn appear to have switched from high winds to Amazon CloudFront, according to John Spurlock's analysis of podcast CDNs. Libsyn's switch has increased Amazon CloudFront's market share from 45% to 51% of all podcast episodes published in March iHeartRadio appears to be switching from Spotify's Megaphone to Omni Studio. According to our host changes page, Omni Studio is owned by Triton Digital, which in turn is owned by iHeartMedia, so it all kind of makes sense, really. Believe Podcast Network and the Los Angeles Times have both switched from Amazon's Art19 to SiriusXM's Simplecast. Buzzsprout reports that Apple Podcasts had 37% and Spotify 26% of all podcast downloads in March. Those numbers are IAB certified and generic Apple Core media traffic isn't reported under Apple's numbers, so the real figure is probably higher. Riddler, a bot, has been identified and added to the Oporg user agent list along with a number of other podcast apps. And Lava, a social audio app, has been added to the Oporg RSS user agent list too. And in podcast news, after a $47 million lawsuit was filed against it, true crime podcast Culpable is back to tell the background story of the lawsuit and to look at legal protection, defamation and other areas for podcasters. It's from Resonate Recordings and Tenderfoot TV. 
Work Life with Adam Grant returns for a new season this week from the TED Audio Collective, going inside the minds of some truly unusual professionals to explore how psychological insights can help us live better lives at work and beyond. And Liar Liar, Melissa Caddick and the Missing Millions is launched today from the Sydney Morning Herald and 60 Minutes. There's a trailer on the way, along with a trailer for Comfort Blanket, new from Joel Morris. And that's the latest from our newsletter. To read all the stories and subscribe, we're at podnews.net. Hello, this is Comfort Blanket and I'm Joel Morris. I'm going to be talking to someone who makes cool stuff that I like. I'm going to talk to them about some warm stuff that they like. A book or a TV show or a record or a film that they find comforting and they return to again and again. There must have been some afternoon in my childhood when it was on telly. It is a very approachable world. And open up a cupboard and it's all full of stuff they can wear and just that is a mind-blowing thing. What I was taught by Betjeman was this, you can create joy and intrigue from seemingly mundane. Do you know what, sod it, I'm just going to sit on my bed <laughs> with a cup of tea and some biscuits and watch this. Because everything is a bit surreal to you as a child. <laughs> Indy, when he first enters the temple, there is just a touch of the 60s Florida housewife about him. Yeah. You know, these curtains, not for me. Approximately how much did she take from your extended family? About $10 million, I think, all together. Maybe Melissa felt that she was entitled to all this money that she managed. I'm Kate McClymont. And I'm Tom Steinford. And from the Sydney Morning Herald and 60 Minutes comes a new investigative podcast, Liar Liar, Melissa Caddick and The Missing Millions. Melissa had a terrible habit of just licking her lips when she was lying. Every day she had to wear something different from her wardrobe. So she said there would be some days she would be in a, a ball gown at work. She has certainly got the personality to be very calculating and controlling. We'll follow the twists and turns of a case where everyone has a theory of their own of what happened to the money. And what happened to Melissa Caddick. Do I believe she killed herself? Jury's still out on that. It's one foot. Where, where's the rest of the body? Nothing would surprise any of us as far as the investigation into locating Melissa goes. From upmarket jewellery auction rooms in Hong Kong to the ski slopes of Aspen to private islands in the South Pacific, as well as the crimes Melissa committed before she hit the big time. And for the very first time, we hear from Melissa Caddick herself. Hi, it's Melissa Caddick. Liar Liar is the definitive investigation into the Melissa Caddick mystery. Listen on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.